0: Welcome to Don't Wait to Write with Amber Petty. Today, we're learning a little something. Last week, I talked about getting notes from editors and how to do it without hating yourself. So if you missed that, you can go back and listen to it. But there's another side of notes that I wanted to talk about, and those are the notes you can definitely ignore. So getting notes is a good thing. It is helpful to get feedback on your work. And when you're writing something, you know, it's living all inside your own head and your own thoughts. And it is very helpful to get outside feedback on that. But I find some writers like to get a lot of feedback. And I just disagree with doing that. Now, that's not to say, oh, I don't need feedback from anybody. So screw you. No, not at all. But feedback is always going to be subjective. It's going to be a little bit different from each person. And sometimes when you hear too many voices, it simply makes it harder to make your story good. So, an example of this I did a sketch show many years ago with two writing partners, and we got notes from the artistic director. These we had to listen to because he was in charge, and they were Totally fine notes. And it remarked on our last sketch of the show. He said that was his favorite. It was the strongest one. It was a great way to end. After this, we wanted to get notes from somebody else. Now, up to this point, we'd also had a director who'd given us notes to help us shape things. That was very helpful. We'd had notes from the artistic director so we knew what he was looking for and what to do. And then we were gonna get notes from another director Just because we wanted to make it, you know, the best it could be. So we wanted another opinion just to make sure there was nothing else we could punch up or do or change. So when we got notes from the third person, he said, that last sketch is weird. I would maybe even cut it from the whole show. I think it's a really weak note to end on. So that guy said the exact opposite of the person in charge of the theater and It was exactly the same. We hadn't changed anything. They both saw the exact same show, and one said, that's my favorite sketch. I'm so glad you put it at the end. And the other said, maybe that sketch is so bad it shouldn't be in the show. I find this happens all the time. Because sometimes people who give notes like to act like what they are saying is the objective truth. And it's not. It never is. It's just another perspective. And getting that other perspective is super helpful, but it becomes very quickly not helpful when you're just getting everybody's two cents and you're just swimming in a bunch of useless pennies and now you don't even know what to do with your story anymore. So one, I highly recommend not getting notes from very many people. Get notes from somebody You trust somebody who likes what you do or has a similar vibe and taste as you. Not somebody who's just going to tell you everything's great and that's it, but somebody who has a similar sensibility. Once someone asked me to give notes on their fantasy novel, and I said, No, I can't. And it had nothing to do with that writer or their work or their quality, not at all. But I'm a person who doesn't like Lord of the Rings. So obviously my taste in fantasy science fiction is bad and wrong. So my notes for a fantasy novel would be pointless because that's something that I'm just not into. So it would not help. So if you're getting notes from somebody, make sure they're just into a similar sensibility as you. They'll still give you critiques and things to change and point out what's working and what's not but selecting somebody who is generally into the type of subject matter or genre makes a big difference. Then, get notes from the people that are paying you. So that's your editors, that's maybe your managers. In my case, it was, they weren't paying me, but it was an artistic director who got to decide if the show would go up or not. Those are the people I talked about last week, where you kind of have to listen to their notes. Of course, you can push back sometimes, but they're the person who's going to share your work or not. So taking their notes is something you have to really legitimately consider. Then get notes from no one else. No one. I know that might seem weird to some people. And if you have a writer's group and you like getting notes from multiple people, that is 100% fine if it's helpful to you. But I found a lot of my students and people I've worked with are going for notes because they're sort of looking for permission. They assume there is some ultimate version of their story or their work that's out there and if they ask enough people, they'll one, be able to get to this ideal state and two, they'll have permission to share it. Meaning if this many people finally liked it, then I give myself permission to send this out to the wider world. Now, the thing is, there is no ideal version of it other than what you decide. When you get a script or a story to the place where you like it, that's its ideal version. And then as you send it to anybody who's going to pay you, they're gonna have notes automatically and you change it up a little bit again. And that's how it goes. You'll never get something to a point where you get 10 million notes from everybody you know, and then send it to an editor and they're like, great, perfect. They're still going to have things to change. And if you're working on a larger project like a novel or a screenplay, well, then the people with money are definitely going to have thoughts about it that you'll have to change. So If your idea is, I can fix this so it's a 100% before it gets to anybody else, that is not going to happen. So save yourself the trouble and save yourself the annoyance of getting a bunch of conflicting notes and just send it to one person you trust and then out to the people that pay you. And notice when you ask for notes, think about, am I secretly just trying to get permission? What do I really want back from these notes? If you want someone to just look at it differently and see some of the things you've missed and help punch it up, that's a great reason to send it out. If you're sending it out because you secretly just want to hear that it's really good and that you then have confidence to send it out elsewhere, again, send it to one person, but that's it. (laughs) This is um, hippie kind of stuff, but like that confidence has to come from you. You have to believe in the project. Now, if you're a writer like me or anyone I've ever known, uh, that confidence is not always there. And you will most likely go through a portion where you think, actually, this is the worst thing that's ever been created. And that's okay. But usually, when you finish, and you go through and rewrite things yourself, and you get that feedback from someone you trust, Your confidence in the project comes back, and that's all you need to share it. The last piece of notes I want to talk about is when you get feedback from others that you disagree with. So Audrey Dundee Hanna, she's a friend of mine, and she wrote a great piece on Medium about getting notes, From people she didn't need to listen to. (laughs) So the title of her article is, When They're Committed to Misunderstanding Your Creative Work. And it talks about those times where you write or audition or put something out there. And the people, sadly, sometimes the people that pay you, don't get it at all and try to give you notes that are not remotely helpful. So in the article, she gives an example of she did a voiceover class. And the voiceover teacher, a professional in the industry said, well, you can't voice that character because you're not a a tiny, a tiny little woman like that character is supposed to be. They said that for a voiceover class, you know, where your physical being matters not at all because you're doing the voice of a cartoon. Anyway, he said she was physically too big to voice a fucking cartoon character. P.S. it doesn't matter how big she is, but also Audrey is like a thin, totally regular sized woman. Now it wouldn't matter if she was six hundred pounds. That's an insane note to get. But sometimes when we get notes from people in the industry we're trying to be in, we'll take that on and we'll go, Okay, I guess I can't I guess I can't do characters. Uh, that are smaller than me, or I guess I really did something wrong. Or yeah, now I've got to rethink the kinds of characters I can voice. Now, luckily, Audrey is a pro. And she did not think that she went, Oh, this guy's dumb. This is a person where it's not going to work out. We don't see eye to eye. We have a totally different ideas of what is good and bad. So it's just not going to work out between us. I wish no ill will to him and I'm not going to change my life and performance based on a note that means nothing. I notice a lot of these crappy notes from professionals tend to come when they're actually not paying you. So in Audrey's case, she was in a class that was a professional person, but he wasn't hiring anybody from the class. He was just there to speak as a professional in the industry. I've had this happen too in other kinds of classes, in writing classes where the teacher may have been published in great places, but they're really using this opportunity as the head of a class to mostly just shit on everybody's work. Or maybe you've put something out to a contest and got notes back that were disheartening. So all of those notes can feel like you have to listen to them. Because they're not coming from your friend, they're coming from somebody in the industry. So you have to listen, right? No. There are times when a person just doesn't get it. And you can tell if the notes are things that are meaningless to, to your actual project. So if somebody really doesn't like what you did, but gives you reasons why, things you could change, and you read them And even though it hurts, you agree? Those are notes to take. When you get feedback that feels totally left field or like they just didn't understand the basic premise of what you were doing, well, you don't have to listen to those. You can see if there's anything true about what they've said or if there's anything that you could fix in your script that feels good to you. But you could also throw every single one of those notes in the trash. Because sometimes you're going to send something to somebody that's just like sending me a fantasy script where it doesn't matter what it was. It's just not their thing. I was at a workshop with an agent who talked about how she turned down the girl with the dragon tattoo. She turned down that whole series because she thought it was too violent and didn't appreciate it. Now, she doesn't think, oh, I'm an idiot. I screwed up forever. She was just like, yeah, that wasn't my taste. I didn't think it would be successful because of that. But somebody else picked it up. They made a bunch of money and good for them. As a newer writer, especially, and especially because most people that listen are very kind and sweet and good people who want to learn and get better all the time. Those are all wonderful things. But it means sometimes we take every single note like it's gospel. And I'm just telling you, you don't need to. You can trust yourself. Take notes, listen, maybe give it a day. Because again, sometimes you get real mad at the notes. (laughs) And after a, a couple hours, they're not so bad. But give it a day. And if you come back to it and you honestly think, these are just off base. I think this is a person that just would have hated anything I ever wrote. Cool. Tear up those fucking notes and throw them away. You don't have to do it. And then you might be surprised by getting notes from the exact same thing that are the total opposite. Just like my sketch that went from the best to the worst sketch simply because two different people watched it. So I'm not telling you to not listen to people. Of course, it's good to take advice and grow. But you know what? Us nice people, we sometimes listen too much. So if you don't like a note and they're not paying you, feel free to just throw that opinion right in the trash and move on with your day. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for joining me. You might have noticed I didn't do a reframe this week. That's because I'm going to do those a lot less often. They're going to be more like special episodes. I'm going to do them periodically, but not weekly. But you'll still always have a five-minute exercise, and you'll always have new tips and information on Friday. Thanks so much for listening. I can't wait to see what you write.